0: Welcome to the number one cookbook podcast, Cookery by the Book, with Susie Chase. She's just a home cook in New York City, sitting at her dining room table, talking to cookbook authors.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Eric Torres-Garcia. I am the founder of Coco Bombs LLC and author of Coco Bombs, 40 Make-At-Home Recipes for Explosively Fun Hot Chocolate Drinks.
0: Before diving into this book, I'd like to thank my new sponsor, Bloomist. Bloomist creates and curates simple, sustainable products that inspire you to design a calm, natural refuge at home. I'm excited to announce they've just introduced a new tabletop and kitchen collection that's truly stunning. Visit blumas.com and use the code COOKERY20 to get 20% off your first purchase, or click the link in the show notes. Now on with the show. The hot chocolate cocoa bombs are a huge thing all over the internet and social media. And guess what? You are the original creator Exactly two years ago, you went viral on TikTok with a Cocoa Bomb that got over 2 million views. How did that happen?
1: Yeah, so um, first off, I'd like to say thank you for having me here today. And um, as you mentioned, I am actually the original creator. Our company is the original creators of the hot chocolate Cocoa Bombs. I basically had been living in Europe uh, for the past two years before I started Cocoa Bombs. Um, saw a bunch of different candies, lived in a city that was very passionate about their confectionery industry. Um, I worked in a gelateria in, in the city I lived in. And long story short, um, there was this particular candy. Uh, they have a very similar version here of the in the US. It's like a Chocolate sort of egg thing that you eat around the edges. And then on the inside, you find this like little toy. So, this concept stuck with me after I moved back to the States. And on December 2nd, it'll be our actually two year anniversary um, since the very first prototype of the Cocoa Bomb, since we started the company, actually officially incorporated it. And I remember, you know, just sort of playing around with this idea of a hollow chocolate concept filled with um, tiny candies or, or something on the inside. And that part. Particular day, I remember it was very cold. Um, I was living in Boise at the time, and a bunch of different things just sort of came together. The universe, I guess, had these signs for me because I remember just scrolling through Instagram, and there was like a lot of bath bomb videos. And then, you know, my my friend was actually making a cup of hot chocolate, and something just kind of snapped inside of me. And I remember I ran to the store because I was like, "Okay, I have to try this out." Bought like maybe $15 or $20 worth of stuff from the dollar store, from from, you know, the, the supermarkets. And then I came back and I started playing around with the prototypes. I got a couple of really, really bad prototypes. And then I eventually got one that turned out decent. So I took that video and then I posted it to all of my personal social media pages, like my Instagram, my Facebook, my Snapchat, all that stuff. People saw it and they were like, oh, wow, where did you get that? That's really cool. Once I told them I made them, however... Is when I never could actually convert the sales, if that makes sense. So I remember I built a website in about a day. So that's when www.cocobombs.com was created. Then I went back to the video and instead of posting into all of my stuff, I actually ended up posting it to TikTok, which was um, just up and coming around the time. And uh, once I did that, I remember I just captioned it like, oh, like who would buy these? And in the background, I had, of course, you know, our our Christmas anthem, which is basically um, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. You know that that's basically our holiday staple here in the US now for Christmas time. And we posted the video and slowly but surely, you know, it started going viral. I remember like a couple minutes after I posted it, it got like a thousand views and then went up to three and then five and then. 10. And then seconds after, like, you know, it hit, I don't even remember, maybe like the 10,000 view mark, I got my first order. And I was like, Oh, wow, like, this is so cool. If I get more, like I can start working on them tomorrow. Uh, I actually really underestimated the power of social media, the power of a viral video, because by the end of the day, We had sold over, I think it was like $7,000 worth of cocoa bombs. And there was orders for hundreds of cocoa bombs coming in. At the time, I had uh, worked with three different types of chocolate, which was milk, white, and dark um, for the prototypes. And milk was the best. Dark was a little bit easier. or Dark was a little bit more difficult, and white was just really hard to do. But I remember... Um, I was like, okay, well, if I can get these three, then that's a good way to introduce this product into the world. And so the orders came through with like a mix of it, all those three different kinds of cocoa bombs. And I had only ever made one. I had only ever made one cocoa bomb. So I remember when like all these orders came at the end of the day, I was like, okay, like this, this has got to like slow down or stop or whatever. So I remember that happened around noon. And then, you know, throughout the day, we just sold X amount. And then by like 7 or 8 p.m., I was like, okay, this, this is like, a lot, like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I'm not even in official business yet. I've only made one. I have to like, you know, kind of put a little bit of a stop to this. So I remember I went to our website and I just um, basically stopped everything. Like just put, okay, like, you know, thank you so much, you guys. Our first round of orders has been closed. We are officially, you know, uh, quote unquote sold out for now. Um, We will reopen the website. In the meantime, you know, sign up for a newsletter to to keep you guys updated on when we do a restock. And that was the very first day, December 2nd of 2019 of when, the Cocoa Bomb was introduced to the world when uh, we started the company. And uh, when I realized that I had like this viable product on my hands.
0: Well, you definitely got the answer to the question, would you buy this?
1: (laughs) The answer was a resounding yes. yes.
0: So could you walk me through the process of making a Cocoa Bomb?
1: What we have found is easiest to start with is using a milk chocolate base to make the items so there are a couple of tips for success when it comes to making the chocolate bombs Uh, we recommend actually using real chocolate more than anything and one of the things you really want to make sure is that you temper your chocolate correctly so when you work with real chocolate uh, temperatures are super important i know when you're working with milk and this is a little bit different Uh, depending on the type of milk chocolate you buy. But you want to make sure you heat it up first to about 104 to 113 degrees or 40 to 45 degrees Celsius. Um, That'll make sure that you get your chocolate nice and melted, that the crystals melt thoroughly. And then uh, once you start to temper is when you um, bring it down to a certain temperature. So tempering, You always want to make sure you cool it down from that 104 to 113 degrees to then 88 and 91 degrees Fahrenheit. So when you do this, you actually bring the chocolate into what is called temper. And that just allows you to be able to mold the items uh, without having them harden into a item that turns chalky, that is difficult to unmold that breaks apart when you temper your chocolate to those temperature ranges you'll get a really nice and shiny look you'll get a nice and what is it called like a hard sort of feel so like if it breaks it'll have this nice little snap it'll be nice and shiny it won't melt when you try to handle it with your fingers and so on and then the next tip i have you want to make sure you are always giving it your personalized touch um there's so many different ways you can make these really and i've i've seen like a lot of like drizzle a lot of like sparkles a lot of like sprinkles, a lot of like, you know, toppings. I really just recommend, you know, you do what works best for you. Um, you can fill it with like marshmallows, with with candy bits, with, with uh, caramel powders, hot chocolate powders, whatever you really want to do. I just really recommend you make it your own. Um, there's hundreds and hundreds of combinations, a lot of different stuff you can do to make these. You always want to make sure you have nice and clean shiny dry molds and then um last but not least make sure you know you kind of just give it your own personalized touch For home cooks do we need any special equipment So not super special, but a lot of the stuff you already have at home would actually work. The only thing you are gonna need, of course, are the silicone molds. Those can be found in a wide variety of places. We actually saw them online as well on our website. Basically, you just wanna make sure that you have molds that are about two and a half inches to maybe three inches max is what I would say. Anything really above that, you won't be able to fit into a mug. Uh, when you're working with real chocolate, of course, you want to make sure you're always watching the temperatures. So I would recommend using a food grade thermometer, just kind of make sure that you stay within those temperature ranges. Um, a lot of the temperature ranges can be found inside of our book for milk, white, and dark chocolate. Again, the ones in our book are just um, what we have found as the average. You always want to make sure you consult with the chocolate manufacturer just to make sure that you don't have, encounter any issues when, when melting, tempering, and molding and unmolding. I mean, of course, the next thing you do, of course, want to have is just like your, your glass uh, or, or microwave-safe bowl, uh, silicone spatula just for mixing the chocolate. Uh, We've found that a soup spoon works really well. So just kind of like a like a spoon, except it's a little bit wider. This is just helpful for you to smooth your chocolate on the inside of the cavities. Make sure you get nice and thick edges, nice and thick shells. Uh, Alternatively, you could also use a pastry brush Um, so for some places that might get what we call like weak spots um, to make sure it doesn't break when you unmold. Next thing, you know, you just want to make sure you have like a a metal scraper, a metal spatula, um, like a dough sort of cutter just so you can get the edges of your cocoa bomb half shells nice and clean. You know, we found that parchment paper works really well too. Whenever you unmold them and you just want to lay them down so that they don't, you know, stick to any surfaces, just parchment paper is fine. You're also going to need like a skillet or like a frying pan, just going to heat it up on the on the stove. It's anywhere from usually about 10 to 20 seconds and then use that to melt your half um, shell edges to then conjoin to your other half shell. Some cupcake liners, if you don't want to get too many fingerprints on the bomb, works really well. Just place one half shell inside of a cupcake liner, hold it um, with the cupcake liner on the inside and then grab your other half shell and then just place it on top as quickly as you can without handling the chocolate too much. And then of course, you know, just for decorations, you, um, we found that a disposable sandwich bag works really well if you're at home and just fill the bag with chocolate cut a little edge off of the the corner. And then you can use that as like a drizzle bag, um, you know, to to decorate and and add drizzle, you know, white, milk, dark, whatever, if you want to mix in some food coloring with white chocolate to give it like a nice green, pink, red, you know, you can do that as well. And um, after that, yeah, I mean, just just make sure you keep an extra couple of utensils on the side, extra spoons in case you drop it, extra brush. Um, this works really well whenever you start working with luster dusts, So the, those shiny, not edible, non-toxic powders that will give your bombs like some sparkly effects um, we found have worked really well.
0: For the holidays, you have a crushed peppermint cocoa bomb, a snowman cocoa bomb, a reindeer cocoa bomb, how many times can I say cocoa, and a Christmas lights cocoa bomb that looks just like an ornament. I personally love the snowman cocoa bomb. Can you describe this?
1: Yeah, of course. We found that like you know the the cutest recipe is really the one inside of our book. This is where you have like a, a big marshmallow, so not the mini ones. You start, um, you know, getting like your average size marshmallow, something that you would use to make s'mores. Um, you grab one of those, and then um, you can draw a little smile on it with your chocolate piping bag. You could use a red chocolate drop as like a nose or even like a a little piece of of a gummy candy. And then you can also add just some eyeballs. This is what we have as the head of our snowman cocoa bombs. What works best for its little arms too is just like a pretzel twist. So if you just kind of break that apart to make it look like twigs, you're going to have your marshmallow head stick to your, your cocoa bomb by just dabbing a little bit of chocolate onto the bottom of the marshmallow, a little bit of chocolate onto the top of the cocoa bomb. Join them together. And then, um, yeah, I mean, you can use the white chocolate cocoa bomb as the snowman's body and then just draw, you know, three little dots of chocolate onto the cocoa bomb and it makes this really cute um, snowman hot chocolate bomb.
0: I love it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's a
1: fun one to make. We, We really like this one and the reindeer one as well. So you can use a lot of the ingredients from the snowman cocoa bomb to make your reindeer cocoa bomb as well. The
0: cocoa bomb is the cutest and most fun way to have hot chocolate and get us in the holiday spirit at the same time. So if we buy your cookbook and we don't have time to make them, can we buy your cocoa bombs?
1: Yeah, of course. So making cocoa bombs is a time-consuming process. So if you don't want to take the time to make them... They can, of course, be found online um, on our website at www.cocobombs.com. So many different options you can find on our website. We also sell the silicone mold and, of course, the book on our website, too. So if you do want to take the time, you know, maybe use it as like a fun Christmas activity night, as as like a fun activity when you're on a date night um, with your kids, you know, at a school activity, Um, you can find those stuff on our website as well.
0: Okay, here's the big question. What is your favorite cocoa bomb?
1: Oh, <laughs> this is so hard to say. It's almost like Children. I, mean, I don't have any kids. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any kids, but I do have three dogs that I consider my kids. So that'd be like telling me to pick my favorite puppy. <laughs> um, I would have to say your dark chocolate. Just standard is is my favorite. After that, it would probably be my dark chocolate peppermint. I love the peppermint flavor we use in our cocoa bomb. It's, it's all naturally derived. We we only use like natural ingredients for our products. Um, but I would have to say that our dark chocolate dark chocolate peppermint, dark chocolate Mexican cinnamon is by far my most favorite flavors of all the cocoa Bombs we make.
0: Where can we find you on the web and social media?
1: Yeah, so you can find us online at www.cocobombs.com. We could also be found and followed on social media, on Instagram at Coco Bombs and then TikTok at Coco Bombs. Facebook, uh, just type in Coco Bombs on the search bar. I'll just C O c-o-a-b-o-m-b-s
0: to purchase
1: cocoa bombs and
0: support the podcast head on over to cookerybythebook.com and thanks eric for coming on cookery by the book podcast
1: thank you so much for having me follow
0: cookery by the book on instagram and thanks for listening to the number one cookbook podcast cookery by the book